it's a new week. Same shit. We are still honoring and highlighting black women this week only. And with that being said, I get the due diligence of honoring a poet that I admire on Instagram. Her handle is at her period spots period the poet. And she is from Florida. And when I tell you her work is phenomenal, it's phenomenal. Do yourself an act of kindness and check her out. Follow, like, and share her shit. And don't be hesitant about it. This week, we have the pleasure of introducing her work of art, Scared. There are days I feel like there is nothing left. I find myself carrying moments that experience gave me to conceive like rejection, insecurities, and regret. Triplets I thought I aborted, but here I am, stuck in raising them into change, into something great. But I am failing. I am too bruised with band-aids, and I am afraid that everyone noticed because I am spilling. Some days I wear a scar, a smile on my face. A pair of eyes that lies about being alive because I try and try and try to raise myself out of being abused by moments time and time again. No matter if I was 3, 6, 12, 14, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, or even before I was born, I have been carrying these moments I never wanted. Maybe they were supposed to be blessings. Maybe it is my calling. Maybe I'm supposed to share it, but like a mother, I am nervous about letting them go into this world. Rather we want to accept it or not, we have all been brought here to be used in some capacity. We are all seeds, we are roots, we are plants, we are water, and we are sunshine. And it is the hues of our thoughts and voices which make us each unique. So it's imperative that we get out our heads, move beyond self-doubt, fear, our shadows, and shine. This, my good people, is the Deeper Than Roots podcast. I am your host, Ra. Welcome to my audio garden. Okay, okay, okay. Take a deep breath. (laughs) I know this week was rough, okay? So welcome back. Welcome back here where you can let all that go and just be in a safe space. I really hope y'all enjoyed that poet. She is increasingly becoming a poet that I enjoy watching share her artistry on Instagram. And I just, I, I admire her. And, and in some crazy way, it curated this idea to highlight poets and just artists of any kind who want to be highlighted on the podcast. And so she is my first and a phenomenal one she is. Okay. So yes, get into it. All right. (laughs) Moment of clarity. As I bring these topics to you all in real time, there are very real hurdles that I am jumping, right? I am teaching myself every day to not uphold the strong black woman trope, to be mindful, to meditate, to fast when my body calls. Programming has grabbed a hold of my person like the thickest Velcro strap on an elder's orthopedics as well, okay? And I too am fighting myself through all of this. No, 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 no. I am growing myself through all of this. I am not immune to lower vibrations, ailments, falling off my spiritual practices, failure, being wrong, or just forgetting to remember that in this life I am a practitioner and that I have to remember to hit that altar, 
connect with the land, be a student as much as I am a teacher and remain sovereign. No matter how the rest of the world is choosing to move, whether they accept the ideas that I share or not. And that is my contribution to the world as a vibrational being. And that is also why no matter if this pod hits one ear or a million, I will show up here again and again. So this week, some of you will look at the things that have unfolded as a wake up call. Others will look at it as just another day being black in America, the system being the system. And some of us have been triggered, thrusted into a state of anguish and all of these different and varying feelings and experiences are valid. It gets wild out here in the ghettos of America. Okay. (laughs) So listen, I am dedicated to continue being a beacon of light, focusing on my inner and outer feng shui and becoming a master of allowing energy to flow in and out and all around me. So that when I arrive here in this garden of transformation with you all, I can be love, peace, and light. I truly believe we are all in our own way energetic powerhouses and that it is my due diligence to remind each of us of that. And the best way for me to do this is to show up and show you all how I stay grounded amidst storms and what I do when my feet happen to uproot and I need to realign myself to be a transparent example. And with that being said, I'm not going to get off task this week and discuss Kyle Rittenhouse, the problematic behavior of the baby, nor this hot mess of a nigga, Zach Stacy. Oh, Oh, talk about being triggered. And that's why I can't get into it because I'm not calm yet. And I'm still moving through this just like a lot of us are. I have presently though been called to create space for black women. So I refuse to take away from our healing because we experienced that enough and we will not be doing that in this garden. So to remain on B, I'm going to share something with y'all. That's my business. But, you know, I'm comfortable with giving it up. Just don't try to dig. (laughs) I'm in my 30s. Uh Uh-huh. And I realized the reason I allowed myself to identify as a strong black woman for so long is because I glamorized it. I enjoyed being celebrated for being a great mom, lover, friend, daughter, sister, aunt. No matter that I had to beat myself in order to gain that approval and appreciation, I glamorized my exhaustion. Um, And people pleasing had become enough of a reason for me to neglect myself. I just wanted to hear good looking out, Ra. No matter that I was overexerting myself for people in ways that they would never do for me in return. And I also believe that the many hats that I wore and some still wear to this day were custom made for me. And so that it was my job to move through whatever those tasks were and no one else can move through them for me because they probably wouldn't be as good at it as I am. But that was just another lie I was selling myself because honestly, I was afraid of the unfamiliar. I was afraid of rest. I'd never really experienced it. And I, and I had been taught and told that it was, you know, correlated with laziness. You sitting on your ass. Oh, you being lazy. 
that was something that was often repeated in my household. And I always growing up and I always felt like I was supposed to be doing something at all times, but that's foolishness. Rest is necessary, especially when you're a container for so many things and to so many people. And I had to get away from that and learn to accept rest, get acquainted with it by accepting community, by saying I'm tired and allowing myself to be tired when that experience was happening in my life. I, um, I kept trying to figure out the correct solution for releasing, upholding this trope. And there are many paths to take. And some of us may very well have to take several of them before we completely release this experience back into the universe. However, the path I would like to extend as a start is that of mindfulness. Mindfulness is a practice. This is not something that you're going to hear me say to you and you begin to implement in your life tomorrow. And by the end of the week, you are this guru and you have released all of this toxicity from your life. No, 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 no. You have to be willing to go on a journey. It's being mindful of when you need to pause. It's being mindful of when you need to pay attention. And I believe that mindfulness can be an episode in itself, breaking down how it can transform the gray matter in our brains. But in simple expression, and for this topic specifically, I want mindfulness to be looked at as bringing awareness to your exhaustion. We know when we are tired. We know when the cup we are pouring from is absent of nourishment. This week, just this week alone, we're going to start bit by bit. I want you to bring focus to those moments and give yourself the time that your body is asking of you to breathe to rest, even if that means delegating certain tasks to others so that you can activate your community. Now, I know that we live where we live and that it'll take some time to do this, to rest and and to be able to pause in certain areas of our lives like work or with our children. However, just being able to pause for just about a minute or five will begin the process of catapulting you into releasing feeling like you have to accept being overwhelmed. A really cool feature on my Apple Watch, if you have one, a really cool feature on my Apple Watch is this little app that reminds me of when I need to just take a moment to breathe. That alone has started to do so much for me. If you have an Apple Watch, turn it on and let it remind you randomly throughout your day when you should take a moment to pause. These little stops, these little breaks in your day, these little moments to take 60 seconds and breathe, I promise you, life-changing. I don't have long, so (laughs) I wish that I could talk about mindfulness in depth. I wish I could give you the full tea and maybe that would be episode five. Maybe that's what I can go ahead and do. But My final thought is, I hear us compare ourselves to our ancestors a lot in an array of ways, mainly in their ability to survive versus ours. And it's caused me to wonder, what is change when all we are doing is believing that we are to accept suffering to the same extent as our ancestors while not focusing on dismantling what's causing the suffering, especially when the culprit has now been internalized. 
We love to say, I am not my ancestors, or I have the strength of my ancestors. And we forget that our ancestors navigated the way that they did out of fear, fear and survival. We have a lot of luxury that our ancestors didn't have. A lot of us have access to therapists. A lot of us have access to homes. A lot of us don't have someone beating down our backs for pounds of fucking cotton. I think we should be more mindful and respectful of comparing ourselves to our ancestors. And I also think that we should be more mindful um, of not perpetuating their struggles. I don't think that their intention and goals was to move through what they moved through and die for what they died for, just to be on the other side, watching us having to navigate through very similar situations. The goal was eradication. Not which generation of black folk could suffer through this system's bullshit the best. That was not the goal. (laughs) Okay, so mindfulness. Bring awareness to when you feel overexerted, sisters, and saying to yourself, I need a I need a break. Mindfulness, bringing awareness to when your body is saying you need to rest because we can physically see when we need to rest. Our feet begin to swell. Our hands begin to swell. We aren't thinking clearly. We aren't moving through clearly throughout our day. We're on autopilot forcing ourselves to push through. Stop. Take a moment to breathe. Stop. Every now and again, throughout your week, when you feel it, allow yourself to sit in it and don't resist the urge to rest because you deserve it. As a matter of fact, let's end on allowing that to be this week's mantra. When we experience needing that rest, when we begin to feel it in our body, I deserve this. I deserve this moment to breathe. I deserve this moment to pause. I deserve this break. I deserve this nap. I deserve this rest. Until next week, I am your host, Ra. Be gentle with you. Peace. Peace.